Hey beautiful people, this is China Fox with another episode of Bitter Black Bitch and I thank every last one of you for joining me last week and joining me tonight. Let's start this off with a little, with a little music. hated and loved celebrated and demonized woman today that's Megan Thee Stallion with B-I-T-H-C <laughs> in the words of Mama D B-I-C-T-H <laughs> but thank you guys so much again and welcome back to another episode of Bitter Black Bitch this is episode two and this episode is going to be titled same energy okay you heard me so we're going to start a new tradition with um uh, uh b cubed okay bitter black bitch um the podcast and we're gonna start every episode with our bitter bitch affirmations okay and we're gonna do them a little differently than typical affirmations a lot of times people say you want to make sure that your app Affirmations are positive, that you you refrain from using the words don't, can't, won't, and not. You only have action, positive action words, but we're going to mix those up and we're going to have positive affirmations for ourselves and hate and for the haters and the hate nasty people, we're going to have negative affirmations for them, okay? I believe in my eye and balance, okay? So here we go. Here are the first bitter bitch affirmations. And I would like for all my bitter bitches to repeat after me. I am so powerful. I don't have to take anyone's shit. I am so valuable. The purity of my heart will not be tainted and changed by those who can't see my worth. I am enough as I am. But I won't let anyone stand in the way of who I choose to become. I am a bright star and I will never allow space junk to dim my light. I am so powerful. I am so valuable. I am enough as I am. I am a bright star. Who mad? <laughs> okay. So now we got our bitter bitch affirmations out the way. 
And I want y'all to say them. I want you to say it with your chest as you look yourself in the eyes and mean it. And if you got to fake it till you make it, do so. But we're going to keep it moving on. And I'll say this, bitter bitches. You got to understand something about yourself and your frustration and your anger and the way you see things and what they call aggression and meanness. That's what's going to get us through the times that we are facing right now. You are more necessary, more needed, more valuable. Well, not more, but because you, you've always been valuable. But this right now, don't lose sight of who you are and your purpose and your value because it's real. So the theme is same energy, right? You know, I, I've, I've been, you know, I made a video about it on my YouTube, youtube.com slash channel fox, so check it out. I've made a video about it and I've had some conversations about it and I've seen a lot of people kind of reacting to, you know, the coronavirus and COVID-19 and all of the, the panic and chaos and, you know, honestly, the, the sickness and, and fear and, and kind of people not knowing what to do or, or what to say or just trying to do their best to be a help, a benefit, you know, and I have a tendency to go hard on motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? I really do because... I am passionate, and I. But ultimately, it's because I care. It's because I love really hard, and I and I try my best to keep that same energy, right? But here's the thing, y'all. We have to understand when it comes down to what they are saying is xenophobia. I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly: s i n o p h o b i a, and it's the fear of Chinese people. And so there's been a lot of jokes and, you know, the, 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 your Cheeto in charge has said uh, Chinese virus and he, somebody in his cabinet or in the White House called it the Kung Flu and we're kind of just mocking um, Chinese people and, and you know, um, people, black folks is always going to make fun of everything and that's just the reality of what it is, right? So... When I saw this kind of admonishment toward black people about the so-called xenophobia and them being xenophobic, it took everything that I had in me not to first curse somebody the fuck out and second, laugh hysterically and mock these people. Because I'm, and I, again, I'm keeping it fully 100% on this podcast because I can curse, I can say whatever, and I could be whoever I want to be, but this is just me being genuine and talking to you guys, right? So the issue that I'm having with that, right? The issue I'm having with that is we don't even have the same energy for ourselves as we do for these other groups. Hear me out. I'm going to give you an example. I can give an example better than I can, than I can elaborate, right? So I was on Twitter and I came across this earlier today and I came across this tweet from at It's Just Jude. It's Just Jude is a black woman, right? A Jude of lost causes. And yes, honey, I'm adding you, boo. Now don't go attack this person. Don't go attacking her now and say China Fox sent you because I'm going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. But It's Just Jude, at It's Just Jude, uh, says all these black people proclaiming they won't jump in against xenophobia because, quote, self-preservation, end quote, as if, one, that xenophobia isn't part of the same racism and white supremacy that targets them, and two, 
No solidarity between Chinese people and black people has ever existed. She then goes on to say, white supremacy is so fucking wild. It not only serves to tell people of color, <laughs> to tell people of color they'll never be as good as the whites, but also to instill and preserve this weird division between people of color that in turn keeps us from banding together to ever meaningfully fight back. I want y'all to notice and observe something, right? When you have this understanding that you can't be with other black people and still fight back, there is this weird, almost unspoken, and it, it, it's spoken through um, vaguely and uh, through propaganda and, you know, hidden words and this dogmatic speech, but basically saying that black people cannot stand on their own when the realization is, and of course, and I don't give a fuck who says what, Black women have held this our people down for centuries. And I'm saying it held down for centuries. Of course, we all in this together and we all have value. But the bitter black bitch that I'm talking about, the one that they try to kill from inside of us, the one that they try to erase or demonize or make seem like we aren't valuable, like we're too much, is the ones that's been holding this together. Now we have work to do. Okay, we gotta we got some work to perfect this art of holding our people down. But this here, this logic is saying that all of the work that we have done didn't mean anything. Because once, because the only time we've put forth that effort is through a coalition. Or the only time we've fought back and been successful and victorious was through a coalition. And I'm here to tell you that's a bold motherfucking lie. Now when I go to this It's Just Jude's person's uh, Twitter page, right? I see a bunch of word salad. I see black, queer, disabled, Marxist, Leninist who writes things and falls into existential crises. She, her, welcome this is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm not mad at you for being black, queer, disabled, Marxist, Leninist. I'm upset because it means absolutely fucking nothing. And the way that you identify is through two white men, Marx and Lenin. And even that could mean a little bit more. But we don't delve inside of the works to pull out what we need for ourselves. We get lost in the fucking sauce constantly and then when somebody like me says what the hell is this what are you doing this doesn't make any sense why aren't you keeping the same energy you was all rah 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 in 2015 2016 2017 now all of a sudden you backpedaling pussy pop when a white person pops up when a latin person pops up when a chinese person pops up and i'm here to tell you baby and i said it in my youtube video but i'm here to tell you when it comes down to it and I'm going to provide some quotes for you to understand why we keep falling into the trap of feeling like we need other people and, and, and what we need to do instead, okay? But we constantly fall into this sick uh, cycle of abuse in which we pour our hearts out, our humanity out. We give and give and give. And I want you to understand, this doesn't just happen with black people and other races. This happens with black people, with other black people. In particular, black women with the black community. Um, so the examples 
can be applied all across the board, baby. Okay? That same energy can be applied all across the board. Okay? See, when when it happens, I, you know what? Let me pause. Let me read to you this quote from uh, Marimba Ani. Now, Marimba Ani wrote the book called Yorugu, which is an incredible book. It's I have not read through it because it's closer to a thousand pages and she is such an incredible scholar at the time when I first got the book I was not ready and I'm pretty close to being ready to being able to absorb what she was putting down but I want to read this to you because she's going to be the author of let the circle be unbroken she is the author of let the circle be unbroken which is the next book in our study group read which you can find out more on omniafrican.org but I'm going to read to you this quote and it says our cultural roots are the most ancient in the world the spiritual concepts of our ancestors gave birth to religious thought hmm. African people believe in the oneness of the African family through sacred time which unites the past the present and the future our ancestors live with us now, there's so much to get from this quote, but I'm going to pull one thing out of it. This is how African people view life. Now, we've been through so much in the diaspora. We've been through so much, and we've had so much against us, including colorism, including fat phobia for you identity politics lovers. We've been through so much, and there's so much that has attempted, including rape, okay, including kidnappings and separations that have tried to destroy our people and separate separate us from our Africanity. Okay. And a lot of people have abused it to make being African a food, a dance, a dress, something that you can physically see. But it's much more than that. It is our very core of how we operate within life. And every group has that. What Marimba Ani calls the Asili. It's your soul. It's the pit of your soul. It is your seed inside of you. So black people look at other people and we see human beings. But when those other people look at us, they don't see human beings. And we have to recognize that and approach it with the same energy. The same energy. All right? We have to do that. Now, I'm going to give you how we approach things and then basically how things approach us. This is um, a quote from uh, Black Power, The Politics of Liberation by Kwame Torres, formerly known as Stokely Carmichael, and Charles V. Hamilton. And it says here on the bottom of seven, page 77, what then are the grounds for viable coalitions? Before one begins to talk coalition, one should establish clearly the premises on which that coalition will be based. All parties to the coalition must perceive a mutually beneficial goal based on the conception of each party of his own self-interest. One party must not blindly assume that what is good for one is automatically, without question, good for the other. Black people must first ask themselves, what is good for them? And then they can determine if the quote-unquote liberal is willing to coalesce. They must recognize 
that institutions and political organizations have no consciousness outside their own special interests. That is distinctly not African. That's not how black people operate. That's not how we are naturally inclined. This is why we're not stupid. We're not a lesser people. We're not lesser humans. If anything, these other folks are. But we have this ability to love and want to connect with other human beings. And that is our downfall. That is when they stab you in the back. But here's how to be able to keep your humanity. Remember my bitter, uh, bitter bitch affirmations? I am so valuable. The purity of my heart will not be tainted and changed by those who can't see my worth. I'm going to say it again. I am so valuable. The purity of my heart will not be tainted and changed by those who cannot see my worth. We have to start valuing those pieces of ourselves in which they've demonized and say we're stupid and say we're savage and say weren't human and all of these things that they put on us. We have to start valuing them, but protecting them. That's where bitter black, black bitch came from. There was a point in my life where I demonized everything and I'm still fighting through that. I demonized my voice, my passion, my thoughts, my brilliance. I'm still fighting through calling myself brilliant because so many people wanted to beat me down and attack me because of their own inferiority, because they couldn't understand why I kept swinging and why I kept fighting and why I kept speaking. But I understand it. And I want to reach into, even if you are a man, I want to reach into you. Even if you are MB, I want to reach into you. Even if you are a black woman, no matter what you look like, that is what connects us. So find beauty in that. Find beauty in that, but protect it. Because if you don't protect it, it will be used against you. If you don't understand it, it will be used against you. So what Marimba Ani was talking about within that spirituality, within that ability to forgive and love and see everybody as human. After everything that even Chinese people have done to us, we have the ability to still want to fight for them out of fairness and righteousness. But if y'all don't be careful... It'll be used against you every single time. I'll say this about, I made this comparison in, in, in my YouTube video. And I said, look, if you, if you, no, I'm going to take it a step further. Black woman. Now, most, if not all of us have been with a, a bum ass nigga at one point in time. Whether he was financially fit, not emotionally fit, or emotionally fit, not financially fit. There's only so many days that you could come home to see that nigga sitting on the couch playing PlayStation. And smoking a fucking blunt. There's so many, so many days you could fix a meal the night before. And when you get off work the next day. And you come home and your mouth is waiting for that food. And the nigga done ate it up. Because he's been sitting at home all day with no job. Imagine that. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. So you constantly see what, what Chinese people are sharing their resources and information with us right now. So why the fuck is you telling, condemning other black people to, to, for making jokes? For making jokes. 
Now, when we want to talk about Asians, okay, uh, um, how uh, there was a story, and this this is like the third story in Chicago alone, where they will go to the grocery stores and they're buying all of the products and taking it back to their smaller stores and marking up the price a thousand percent. A ten dollar bag, uh, uh, a th a ten dollar thing of toilet tissue, they bought it and took it on Eighty Seventh Street. And, and put an $80 price tag on it. But these are the people that you are protecting. And people say, oh, you're making it a monolith. Oh, you're making absolutes. Okay, boom. How about this? You tell me one Chinese organization, revolutionary organization, not no offshoot from Black Lives Matter with that tacky ass basic ass verbiage they use to convince people they're doing something. No, a, a truly revolutionary organization that holds Chinese people accountable, that holds Chinese people accountable, accountable for beating black women, attacking black people, robbing black neighborhoods. That's what I want to know. Let me know this. Because we're not going to settle for this bullshit anymore. And you're not going to guilt trip us any more. You have to have a logical argument. Because if you want my protection, you got to give some protection, baby. Because when I was standing on 47th Street, and many people in Chicago saw me every day, standing out there boycotting that beauty supply store, and now they've changed their name, but it's still the same owner. Boycotting that beauty supply store, not one Chinese person, not one Asian person came and stood out next to all those black people. Now, I did not see one Chinese person, not one Asian person in general, condemn the actions of that beauty supply owner that beat that woman so bad she lost her baby and spent two months in the hospital. And then when she tried to get some retribution, the court system voted against her. So I don't see any of these people giving you the protection that you are reaching out to give them. Now, let's be quite honest. When it becomes finance, that's when they care. So when you stop giving your hard-earned money to these people, that's when the problem came. Again, I'll say this. Uh, violence and, and uh, offense, uh, offensive attacks without self-defense in mind. I don't rock with, I don't rock with people being um, um, uh, prejudiced for no reason, um, even though prejudice can be healthy. Well, that's another podcast. But I will say this, y'all. Do not give to other people what you won't give to yourself. Do not give to other people what you won't give to yourself. You hear me? And that's a problem. Listen, listen, I'm not up on no high horse because this is a this is something I'm trying to learn myself. OK, so we're both in this together. I'm trying to figure out, OK, how is it that I can give so much to other people and I barely leave room in my head for myself? But that's the work, a part of the work that we have to do. That's a part of the work that we have to do. And um Oh, you know what's funny? This podcast is Bitter Black Bitch, but I am much meaner on my YouTube videos. I feel like I'm I'm kind of hitting a sweet spot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm. But uh, <laughs> please go to ChinaFox.com and check out any updates. I do have some tips, eight tips um, for things that you can do for your family in your house while you are the big Q right now. Um, 
and uh, Christopher Marshall, Love of My Life, he has also written up some things and some protocols and some principles that Omni African Collective and its members will be following. Um, it, we're not talking about no cult shit. We're not talking about no supreme leadership. We're not talking about none of that. We're talking about fundamentals and how we operate with each other. So we're organizing the, the revolutionaries first. We're organizing the organizers first. And so that's what we're doing. We're making sure our people are good. And then we'll be able to extend to outside people. But always understand that we are functioning and operating under principles that will protect us and keep us going. Okay? Because I, I understand the necessity of the bitter black bitch. But I also know the danger of the bitter, bitter black bitch. Because if you don't protect yourself, that bitterness will eat you alive. And it'll have you running in a circle for no reason. No way to escape and no way to heal. But here's again why I'm making this. Bitterness can only be healed when the offense and the wounds stop taking place and as it is we are in a society we keep getting hit and hit and hit and beaten and stabbed and kicked just like they kicked that woman in misha's beauty supply and no asian coalitions popped up to help us it's time for us to arm ourselves with everything we got and the last study group what did H. Rap Brown said that his only weapon was? His life. So you got to understand something, y'all. Everything is politicized. Absolutely everything, including your life. And that definitely is a weapon that you can use in this fight. Even protecting it. I do want to, I know I'm running up, I try to keep this at 20 minutes, but I'm, I'm going to go to 30 minutes and I want to tell y'all this as well. When it comes to what's happening in our government, we have the biggest opportunity to change some shit right now. Do not accept the slop that they give you. It's time to really come together. All these organizations, all these people who really want a radical fucking change, it's time to come together and make some goddamn demands. It's time to make some motherfucking demands. I don't care what the Democrats, the Republicans, the Green Party, the Independent Party, except for the after party. <laughs> I don't care what any of them say. I don't care what any of them say. It's time for us to make demands. It's time for us to tell them what we need because that's our money. They can't loan us our money. So let's just stick to it, y'all. Find that value in yourself to know that you're not going to take nobody's shit no more, baby. <laughs> All right. This has been another episode. This is episode two of Bitter Black Bitch. Man, I feel like I'm, I'm recording this at almost six o'clock in the morning and I feel like I want to do another episode but um definitely if you want to be a co-host a guest host please come uh email me bitterblackbitch at gmail.com that's b-i-t-t-e-r-b-l-k-b-t-c-h and I will see you beautiful 
people shortly and we're gonna play we're gonna play a little music we're gonna play a little music on the way out as always black love black peace black power